0: My name is Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability.
0: This is Limping on Cloud 9.
1: It is and for those of you who are new, this podcast is about my crazy eclectic life and uh, me sharing stories with Jonathan and of course Jonathan interjecting with his own experiences. So that's what we're here to do. Jonathan, today is going to be a lot of fun. You know I'm, what we're going to talk about today?
0: I, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy. Crazy, but true, which is what's so wonderful about this thing that we're doing. Today's podcast is about how and when I had lunch with an OG, with an original gangster. Oh, man. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I'm serious. The crazy thing is it wound up being just a really life-changing, wonderful experience and was nothing of what I thought it would be like.
0: Did you know when you were going out to lunch or dinner with this person?
1: I had no idea.
0: Wow. Okay. I had
1: no idea. And, and that's what makes it so much fun. So, Jonathan, where this story starts is way back in 1999. I was partnered for about a year with a phenomenal filmmaker. And that filmmaker's name is Steve Anderson. Now, I don't expect you to know who he is, but you will know his movie, Steve got critical acclaim, wide acclaim, for writing and directing the motion picture South Central. Do you remember that one? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. That's around the time, like, I think, Boys in the Hood came out and a a few other movies kind of like that.
1: Yeah, South Central came out in 1992. Oliver Stone was the executive producer. I met Steve Anderson through UCLA. Now, he went to UCLA before I did, but a common friend of ours put us in touch. So... For about a year, Steve shared my office on Sunset Boulevard, which was so much fun. I mean, the office was right in the smack center of Sunset Boulevard. Oh, man. Right across. Yeah, it was great. Right across the street from the House of Blues. So it was so much fun. In that year, Steve taught me a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot of good stuff, a lot of not so good stuff. But he (laughs) he really made me grow up that year. So I, I thank him for that. And this podcast is dedicated to Steve. He actually passed away on May 1, 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm sure he's shooting movies up in heaven. So, Steve, we love you. Hope you're doing great. So here's what happened. I get to my office, I, I don't know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I walk in and our assistant says, hey, Steve wants to talk to you. You guys have a lunch meeting. And I'm like, we do? And he goes, yeah. I said, it's not on my schedule. He's like, just talk to Steve. So I go into Steve's office and I say, hey, man, what's going on? And he goes, Hamad, we have lunch today with a friend of mine. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, bring your checkbook. Right. (laughs) And I kind of laughed. I go, bring my checkbook. No, dude, I've got credit cards. Don't worry. I'll buy lunch. And he's like, no. You're not going to buy lunch. You are going to buy lunch, but that's not why you need your checkbook. You're going to buy this man's life rights. And I'm like, huh? And I said, okay, seriously. Yeah, seriously. And I go, Steve, man, you and I are working on a lot of movies. You know, we don't need another. And he goes, you'll want this one. Don't worry. You'll want this one. So we get in my car, which was a little black convertible, and we start driving. And he doesn't tell me where we're going. So I'm assuming it's going to be either West Hollywood, where Sunset Boulevard is, or Beverly Hills, or Santa Monica. And I say those three places because that's where most people that work in the film industry reside. That's yeah. where most of the offices are.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: So then he he starts saying, okay, take the 10. And I'm like, the 10? Where are we going? The 10 is America's biggest freeway, by the way. Okay. People. You know, it's the most crowded freeway. So... We start taking the ten, and he goes. Now go east, and I'm like, east, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then he tells me to get off on this exit, and it's around where USC is, the, the University of okay. Southern, yeah. Southern California. Yeah. And USC is not in a great neighborhood. I mean, it's a great it's a great school, not in a great neighborhood. And and then we we get off there, and I'm like, dude, are we, is this person still in school? Or are we going to SC? And he's like. No, <laughs> so we, oh, we keep on driving and we basically go down to a very sketchy part of town.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And as we get down there and, and I, you know, one thing that I want our readers and our not our readers, I'm crazy. One thing I want our listeners to know is that I love these kind of experiences. I'm not afraid of things. Yeah, Yeah. Right. You know, and kind of like you, like the story you told in one of our earlier podcasts of how after you went blind, you chose to walk to your friend's house because you just knew the way.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? Yeah. So me me and you share that thread because I'm like, okay, I'm going into a really bad part of town with a brand new sports car, right? (laughs) And I'm just going to go with it, partially because let me just tell you what Steve looked like. He was a really imposing guy. I mean, I'm barely 5'4". I think he was 6'2", 6'3". He always wore really dark glasses. Mm. He had really long hair. And he always wore, like, at that time, he wore a cowboy hat and boots. <laughs> right? He was from New Mexico, right? So, really imposing. like, And not just boots that you'd pick up from any store. I mean, like, custom-made Really nice boots. Yeah. Right. So when he walked into a room, people noticed.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right. You know, when I walk into a room, people notice, too, but for a very different reason, (laughs) because they're like, hey, look at that crippled guy standing next to that really tall, imposing, handsome man. Right. So we go down to the place and I can definitely tell you what the place was because it's a famous landmark. It's called Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle Oh
0: yeah, I've heard of that And I've never even been to LA
1: Right, It's it was great So we walk in there We get a table And I go, Steve Who are we meeting? And he just says, just be patient, be patient And I'm thinking I know when he made South Central He befriended a lot of people From South Central Yeah. From the community Yeah And and I know that some of the extras in his film were actually gang members, or so or so the rumor has it. Yeah. That that was the case. Right. Right. So I felt safe because I knew Steve was in an area that people knew and people liked him. Blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there, Jonathan, and all of a sudden, the front door opens and i mean it was crazy the second the front door opened to the restaurant every single person in the restaurant stood up no kidding everyone it was like a movie man i mean the guy walked in and everybody stopped eating and they stood up just like in the in the armed forces when a yeah. corporal walks into a room
0: right, right right
1: and i was i was expecting this super imposing person and actually the person that we were meeting with was just slightly taller than me and he had an oxygen tank with him i mean he looked really frail
0: no kidding
1: right and he's shuffling over and then he sits down and then i shake i shake his hand and i don't i don't remember his name but honestly even if i did i wouldn't say it
0: right yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and the first thing he says to me is he goes name. And I said, Hamad. And he put his hand on my hand. And he said, tell me your story. And I said, oh, man, you know, we were just in our Sunset Boulevard office. Steve told me and he goes, no, 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 no. Tell me your story. And then I said, well, I went to UCLA film school. I met Steve (laughs) earlier this year and he cuts me off a third, a second time. And he's like, tell me your story and then i got it yeah. and i looked at him and i looked at him and i said oh okay you know i was dropped on my head as a child that's how i got my disability i wanted to live in los angeles since kindergarten it's been my sole focus my entire life i wanted to go to ucla film school that's also been a main focus my entire life both of those things happened i'm partnered with steve And he told me there's somebody I need to meet, and that is you. And then he just cracked a smile, and he said, do you know who I am? And I said, I don't. And he's like, I'm an OG. And just when he said that, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I I gave Steve a look like, dude, you know. I'm an open-minded guy and I love everybody. Right. Yeah. But I'm having lunch with an OG. I mean, come on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And through my mind, all I can think is how many people has this guy killed or had killed?
0: (laughs) Right. 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 Right.
1: But I needed to be respectful because he was really medically injured and he was really old. And I, you know, He wasn't, he didn't put me in any danger. Right. 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 So then I'm sitting there talking to him and he goes, can I tell you my story? And I said, love to hear it. And he goes, I'll just give you the short version, kid. The short version is I was an OG for like 30 or so years, maybe 40 years. And then he said, and then I found God and I realized That I was doing the wrong thing. Wow. So I've, it's amazing. So he goes, so I've spent the last 15, I can't remember, but it was 15 or 18 years. Yeah. He goes, I have spent the last 15 or 18 years going into gangs and trying to take them out, trying to take kids out of gangs. Wow. And all of a sudden, you know what I did next? No. I took out my checkbook. I I hear (laughs) you. I did. And I'm like, I want this story, man. I want this story. And to be honest, Jonathan, I almost started to cry because I was just so moved that now I don't know if his medical condition had something to do with it, meaning I don't know if he found out that life was shorter than he thought it would be.
0: Right, right.
1: And then he wanted to start making changes. But whatever the reason, man. It was just so weird, and he told me his story, and he said because he's an OG, people in his community, of course, respect him. Right. He can walk into any gang, even though they know why he's there, to try to take kids out of the gangs. Yeah. And he spent, uh, you know, almost two decades doing that, so wow. it, it was just like a moment that you don't forget.
0: Totally. Right? Yeah.
1: And I thought our lunch was maybe 45 minutes. I looked up at my watch and we were there for three hours. No kidding. You know, and it was just about this guy sharing all the steps that he was taking to try to get children and and youth out of gangs.
0: Right. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Isn't that wild?
0: It is. That's 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 crazy. So what happened like when you wanted to buy a story? What, What went down with that?
1: Well, no, we actually did buy it. I just told him, I said, look, I don't have a contract, meaning I'm going to have a lawyer write up a contract. Yeah. But I want to buy this story. So can I, I'm going to write you a check for a down payment. And um, I can't really discuss the contract terms. Right, right. But, but it was several thousand dollars. And, and I just said, look, um, I'm going to write you a check. I want to buy your story. And the sad thing is, You know, we tried, Steve and I tried really hard to sell that story. We couldn't really get it moving. But, man, what an amazing experience. Can I tell you the funniest part of it, though?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: So after we're talking, he goes, what what kind of car do you drive? And then I'm like, a little black BMW convertible. And he goes, what's your license plate? And that scared me. Right. I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. Got, like,
0: am I going go to go into my car being jacked up? Like...
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, I might lose my car. It's the first nice car that I'd ever owned and I might uh, I might lose it. And I said, well, why do you need to know my why do you need to know my license plate? And he just looked at me and smiled again. And he just said, do you trust me? And you know, what's weird, Jonathan. I did. And I know I am i could be naive, but I actually did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? No, yeah.
1: And I said, actually, I do. And I said, you know, my license. And I can say the plate because I don't have it anymore. Um, you know, it's my company. My film company name is Lonely Seal. So the, the plate is um, LNY Seal. Right. Yeah. So I told him the plate and he wrote it down. And. I said, "May I ask why you're writing it down?" And he looks at me, and he says, "Don't change your license plate." And I didn't for like 15 years. I, but he goes, "Don't change your license plate." And I said, "Okay, why?" And he said, "Because you are safe in my community."
0: Man, Isn't
1: that crazy? Yeah. He said, he said, "I'm gonna put your plate out, and I'm gonna say, this plate is protected." if they, if it comes in our parts, keep it safe, man. Right. So, and you know, I had that plate. I still have it. I just don't have it on a car. Yeah. Um, had that plate for like 15, 16 years because of that moment. And, and the only reason I changed my plate is because now my plate is limping on cloud nine. Yeah. 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 So my plate went from my company to, you know, our podcast. Man, so
0: I I have to ask this question in case anyone is wondering. How was the chicken and waffles?
1: Oh, it was crazy. And you know, it's funny. Um, I stopped eating meat. This is crazy. Stopped eating meat about um, a year after that. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it was amazing. I still remember what I had. I had fried chicken with blueberry waffles. Oh, yeah. And Trying to be polite, so I kept the chicken to one side and all that. And the waitress comes over, and she goes, no, 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 no. She brought me this big, fat knife, right? Yeah. And she goes, you slice the crap out of that chicken, and you throw it on the waffle, and then you just drown it. You drown it with syrup. Exactly. And then you eat.
0: Exactly. So,
1: (laughs) So that's how I ate it. So, Jonathan, the reason I wanted to share this story today is very simple, and that's because there's so many times in our lives where we expect one thing's going to happen and something totally opposite happens. Yeah. You know, and more specifically, there's also many times in our lives that we expect a person is going to be a certain way, sure. and they are nothing like you're expecting. Yeah. And the, so the reason I wanted to share today's story, because I know for a fact that you and I both are those peop- are those people.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, totally.
1: Y- you know? Yeah. And you and I both are people that when they look at us the first time, they're like, I'm not even sure if I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> right. And um, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: yeah when, I, when I was going to college, uh, I was 30 when I went back to school. So, you know, the ki- the kids there, you know, 18, 19, 20, a couple of times throughout the years that I went there, some kids would come and be like, uh, excuse me, sir. And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> they'd be like, I just want to say, it's amazing to see you walk around this whole campus with no help. I see you go from like building to building, crossing the streets. You always know exactly where to turn. And I just want to say, that's awesome. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs>
1: But really, that is awesome, Jonathan. It truly is. I mean, the things that you and I take for granted of of what we can do are things that other people look at and say, my God, I need to stop bitching about my life if these guys can accomplish what they can accomplish.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. You're right. I, I mean, I do take that for granted myself. I, I, I never think about it as like, wow, that's awesome or that's that must be a challenge or whatever, just because it's what we got to do, right? Like <laughs> everyone's got obstacles or challenges they have to do, and these happen to be ours.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know what's funny? I'll wrap up on on one quick thing. Um, I was just walking my puppy, my dog Sunny, this morning. Yeah. And this couple came up to me today, and they just said, "Hey, you're doing really well." And I'm like, "Yeah, good morning to you too, <laughs> right?" Yeah. And then I just walked back to my home. And as I was walking, this just happened an hour ago. As I was walking Sunny back, I'm thinking, what were they saying? What does that mean? And it dawned on me that all they saw is a disabled guy with a yellow Labrador, <laughs> right? Right, right. right. And, and yellow labs are usually the, the dogs that uh, the disabled people have to help them right?
0: Oh, right. They probably thought it was some sort of a helper dog or
1: whatever. Yeah, right. I mean, and and to be honest, I wish Sunny were a helper dog. I wish she were that trained, but she's not. I love her to death, but she's not that trained, you know? So on that note, um, I think we should wrap up. Yeah, yeah. I want to
0: thank everyone for listening and downloading, sharing the podcast, subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, you know, getting our podcast wherever it can be found. We thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, you know, like like I said, please leave reviews if you're uh, so inclined to do that. We greatly appreciate it. We appreciate it. Actually, people have been leaving quite a few comments on the website itself, which is uh, which is awesome to see, too. So, it is awesome, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we thank you all for that. And, Hamon, uh, how can they get a hold of you if they want to drop you a line?
1: Uh, if they want to get a hold of us, they can email info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at dot 9com And that's the same email if you want to send me a message or Jonathan a message. And before we forget, I just wanted to say, since this podcast deals with disabilities, we actually have a new website called toysaccessible.com, which is dedicated to toys for children with special needs. So if you have a child with special needs or if you know one, please go to toysaccessible.com and check it out.
0: Yeah, the focus on that site is strictly for meeting the needs of uh, kids with disabilities. And, hey, they, they want toys to play with, too. So
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So, again, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And we'll talk to you next episode. See ya.